Hello everyone, welcome back to a new episode of the Clouded Journal. My name is Ghost and with me today is my dear friend Mab. Hi Mab. Hiya, I'm Mab, I'm one of the mods for Ghost Stream and I go by um, at officer underscore dutch on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, and today we're talking a little bit, we're going to talk about long-distance uh, relationships. Uh, both me and Mab has, have some like experience in this subject, so yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about like well, our experience in it and what we think about it like in the, the community, in, like, in, the, in the world in our days. And this is going to be the first podcast with someone else, so I hope you like it. You want to talk a little bit about like your long distance relationships or do you want me to start? Yeah, I can I'll I'll just sort of give an overview of like what um my history is. Um I dated someone overseas for four and a half years. We spent a grand total of about three months in person together out of that whole time. Um and it ended quite badly. <laughs> Sorry, Meb. That's okay. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, it's true. And with someone I love now, so that's oh. what matters. I, my experience didn't end very well too. Mm. It was only a couple of months, but we never met in person, and that person like left my life. But don't don't give up yet. Like just because me and Mab <laughs> had not a, such a good experience with this kind of things, doesn't mean that all the relationships, like long-distance relationships, are going to be like this. Yeah, I mean, every situation is kind of unique to the person or the couple, and I was happy for the, you know, vast majority of, of that relationship. It just, you know, it wasn't meant to be, and that's that. Yeah, the thing is, I think um, what our community, our world's um, made it happen with the internet was now you start knowing people all around the world and that's a, that unlocks like a whole completely different way of thinking and working in the world like of relationships friendships all kinds of relationships um, and it actually allows you to most of the time meet someone because of who they are versus the way they look the way whatever and I think that's a quite an interesting, interesting new way of looking into people. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of like opens up that pathway to everyone having the possibility of being demisexual because you you might meet someone online and you you don't see their face for the first three or four months of knowing them, but in that three or four months, you might fall head over heels in love with the person uh, and the the personality that they're representing themselves with but you have no idea what they look like and it, it might not even matter yeah in, in some way I think that's beautiful because I don't know like when I when I go online I never expect to meet the love of my life <laughs> but it happens like it happens like you you, you start knowing this but the person and you know you start talking about with them more and more and learning more and more in a new way in a completely new way that sometimes it doesn't happen in person like i'm not saying that in person this doesn't happen but is i think it's a new way of focusing in another part of the person well it, 
it kind of goes back to what you said about the internet um, connecting people differently, um, where there's a little bit more freedom when you're on a screen. You might say things that you might not say to someone face to face, and that can go both ways, both good and bad. It might lower your inhibitions enough to be your true self and and be a bit more. Uh, What's the word I'm looking Daring? for? Unabashed. Daring, yeah. 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 No, I completely understand. I completely agree. It, like, I'm the but I'm a person that is very open, like even in person or internet, whatever. Um, but I completely understand what you're saying. It's not easy sometimes to share with someone what you're feeling, like in person. And especially if you have, you know, any of the neurodivergent things that a lot of people our age and, and younger have now if you have anxiety or oh, depression yeah. um it, it makes it that much harder to to laugh or joke with someone the way you can over discord or, or twitter or telegram or vr chat yeah is it yeah, but it is a new way of stressing <laughs> <laughs> because that person can be in the other corner of the world it can be in the next country whatever it can be even in, your, in the same country as you but you need to trust that person and sometimes that trust is not like sometimes that person is not going to do a good job with that it's going to screw it up and just leave or something like it happened to me but i think i'm i'm a very i'm a very romantic person and i think that's a little bit a part of um, of what love is is love you need to trust the other person and if you love someone you you risk that even sometimes if if it is online yeah i mean there is an expression isn't there love is um love is trust plus something what is that um i don't know actually <laughs> love is trust plus respect oh um and you know if you can if you can trust and respect someone enough and they can do the same for you that you know you've met them online and you you've had that relationship that's sort of blossomed and then you have the trust that when you meet them they're not going to steal your organs and, <laughs> and, and, and no one's going to hear from you again that's in a way it's more beautiful than just you know oh i met this person down the pub and we're going out for a a pizza tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> well it's different like i don't have a lot of experience well when i when i when i finally found out more about me and my my sexuality and whatever um mm. all my experience had been online and i think all the a lot of people in the lgbt community the queer spectrum normally have the same experience as me like we now are just finding ourselves and blah 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 and internet is like safer than uh, quote-unquote safer uh, than meeting people like sometimes or easier easier to meet people than online than in person because you have like you have the community you know in a lot of people in our like our in my community our community uh, is queer so you know you're like have more chances of finding someone there and it's completely different like i think the internet brought like a completely new way of looking at the relationships yeah, um, I mean, I, I remember once having to explain to my friends that um, it's it's harder to 
hope to find someone out in the traditional heteronormative world yeah. um, for queer people because you could see a guy you fancy you can walk up to him and say oh can I buy you a drink you want to dance do you want to uh, can I have your phone number you can see someone you fancy and, and you can want to do those things but then you run the risk of what if they aren't gay what is their reaction going to be yeah or even if they are and you're in a crowded noisy place then what do you do with that because yeah. how do you get to know someone in that situation yeah it's quite complicated and the way that like you fancy them normally it's basically the way I know this is a little bit not bad maybe to have saying but normally it's by the looks like you look at someone and like oh that person is calling me by I don't know they have like a, a crazy color in their hair piercing tattoos I like that and I'm not saying that judging someone by the cover like how the way they look is a bad thing but in my case, I think I, I, I connect much more for the, to the person, personality, and that's what the internet allows me to do. Yeah, it's like I said earlier about the yeah. the shift towards widespread kind of demisexuality, where younger people are falling in love, it seems, with personalities more than looks. Yeah. Um, and, and you have people of, of varying ages, sizes, you know, body types, races together that you probably wouldn't have gotten 50 years ago or even 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, th that's a completely new way of looking into love, into relationship, relationships and everything. Speaking so, of relationships, though, yeah. like, how did you meet your ex? In my community, actually. Like, and they, they were part of it. They were having, like, a quite a situation and I decided like they I was talking about like you know how I, I I am like I was talking about like more of a deep subjects on live stream and everything and they reached out for me like they tried to I was actually in VRChat I was chilling there with friends and there there was like the first contacts were there and VR and in voice chat and yeah and it was a person that I, I really like at the time I connected I thought like I could trust and everything and yeah, and we start dating actually short after we 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 met that I I normally don't do this kind of things, but the thing was like, oh, I really like this person, I think it's fine. And then the worst happened and yeah, things happened for a reason. I don't know, it's part of the my history now. I don't it's part of the past. And is I'm not going to let that one experience like ruin the whole thing. Like, I'm a much more, like, physical person regarding, like, meeting peace people, like, in person and everything. But it's been difficult for me to do, especially because of COVID and especially because of the place where I live. To be honest, my experience, like, I meet so much amazing people online. I, I don't plan on doing it, like, I'm not looking for it, but sometimes it happens. Yeah, I mean, that's always been kind of my philosophy, finding love or finding a partner. It's, if you go out there and you try to force it to happen if you're on every dating app going I need someone in my life you're not really looking for love so much as you're looking for validation you just want someone to be there to tell you you matter mm -hmm. whereas if you have a friend that blossoms into something more it's um stronger i think and and that's the way my current partner and i kind of found each other like we thought we became friends and then more 
you actually you are actually i think one of the first person that i ever heard heard saying this because i say the same thing i say the same thing i say that your partner is also your best friend um mm. when i look at my like if i if i share my life with someone uh, my life that person is my friend and is also my partner i think that's a, a very beautiful way of like when you have a person that you have been friends and it happens to be more yeah like i i i don't need to be with someone i would like to be with someone to share my life with i think it's very beautiful like I, it was something that i wanted since i was a child and uh, <laughs> and it's something that i really want is someone to so i can share my life with it's not it's something that i don't need i, le- I learned how to live by my own i learned how to i but i would like to to share my life with someone yeah because sometimes you know it's it's all well and good saying you're happy to be alone but when you're in a long distance relationship even though you have someone you are still alone a long distance relationship can be hard in that way that you you can't hold the person that you love and and you can't just you know go out to dinner with them or you have to find inventive ways to watch a movie together or or um send each other gift i mean like amazon makes that a bit easier these days but <laughs> amazon isn't the most romantic thing in the world <laughs> yeah but you know i think that's beautiful too mm. because sometimes people sometimes people take each other for granted and sometimes people don't do they do the bare minimum for each other and like you yeah. said when you have a long relationship long t- uh, long t- uh, distant relationship sometimes you have to be creative and the thing is i, I look at it in a hope hopeful way in a beautiful way like when you have someone that shows shows their love in that way in beautiful words and beautiful gestures i think it's very beautiful and i think sometimes people on long distance relationships when they finally meet or whatever they they have a connection because they cannot do anything else but talk do what like do that small gestures showing love to each other and i think yeah. that builds such a strong base that sometimes people don't have when they meet each other like i met that person that i fancy they look they look cool uh they have this thing in that that annoys me of course always we have always something that like we don't like we we try to love all the parts of someone but sometimes like it's normal we are humans but when you sometimes are caught in a relationship that you don't want to be and you barely knew the person when you start dating it and sometimes when you even when you decide to date someone a long distance you will have nothing else but talk to talk to each other and you will know each other very very well so one like my 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 sister nana she actually has like her her relationship came from a long distance relationship they dated for i think five or six years of distance or more I wow. think. They, they were in the same country they would see each other like in the beginning like once a year and later in life like one a little bit more but still mm. and their relationship is one of the strongest relationships i ever saw because they couldn't they know each other very well i'm not saying that you cannot have that with a person no far far from that but i'm saying that there it, it, it is difficult but I, i like to believe that it's worth it if you have the right person yeah because you know even though it didn't end great for you or i there are couples out there that are 
long distance relationships that just fully go the distance and like you say they can really know each other inside and out because all they can do is talk and share and bond and there's none of that like sit in front of the tv and say nothing to each other or <laughs> or you know be yeah. in the same house but in two separate rooms doing two separate things like you, you kind of treasure the moments with each other yeah like it's not it's not there's nothing bad like that those things are going to happen even in long distance relationships once you get mm -hmm. together or something like there are moments like we even relation even couples sometimes don't, they don't spend all don't do don't they don't do everything together i talk about myself like the experience i had i wanted to do everything with them like even if i was working on something i would be on a call with them and i think that's very beautiful because i, w I grew up with my parents working and living together so and i never noticed how important that is for me until I had someone would I would do with. Yeah, I mean, with with my boyfriend and I, um, you know, we we have just moved in together. We have like our own little gaming room, and <laughs> we'll sit there like back to back playing separate games and just like randomly saying, "Oh, this stupid thing's happened in my game," or we'll play a game together, technically over the internet, but in the same room, <laughs> and you know we find ways to do separate things but together or if one of us you know wants to take a long bath or is tired we don't force the other one to like follow us around we recognize that um it's okay to have uh, self yeah well self-care and 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 time on your own to decompress is just as important as time together of course that's the but thing. it's when it it becomes the norm for you to not spend any time together that's when i suppose it becomes a problem because you're not in a relationship at that point you're just living with someone <laughs> <laughs> you just have a roommate <laughs> yeah. the thing is that's a th like i haven't to be honest i haven't been in a long distance in a long relationship in my life like mm -hmm. i see that as a, some people sometimes take the other as a granted and i hate that i hate that idea and i'm yeah. afraid i'm afraid of doing the same thing but the thing is, I'm not saying that long distance, we are not saying here that a long distance relationship or or someone that you met in person and you, not, none of the, uh, one of the, one and the other have like good things and bad things, like everything else. And even those good things and bad things that you can name, depends on the couple, they can exist or not. It's completely like arbitrary, like the experience are completely different from people to people and it's completely different. This is my experience, of course. Even with a terrible experience, because after the break, after the, the ghosting the ghost, <laughs> um, I, I, I was in a terrible state, because for me, I don't get in a relationship easily. I don't. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm good alone. I want to be in a relationship, but for me to be in a, in, in a situation where I'm going to be worse than I'm right now, I prefer to be alone. Mm. It's it's that idea of like bad company is worse than no company. Yeah, exactly. Because I learn how to be alone. I've been I, I'm I'm 31. I barely dated in my life, and like at this point, yes, I want someone. But I'm very sorry, but like I'm not going to damage myself to to be with someone. Like I want if I want to be with someone, it's just because. That person means the freaking world to me, and taking f and I'm scared of taking someone as granted because I really don't want to, because I I really love to say not even like and this is another topic I want to talk in the future. There is between the the difference for me 
between a romantic and a friendship a relationship like for me is almost the same thing like it's always a little different things but I like to tell people that I love them and how special they are for me and I really want and if I want to, and if I have a partner they would have like an extra of that behavior and taking someone as granted for me is as a person that always wanted a relationship is why are you doing that like you have someone amazing next to you that loves you why are you not saying that to them every day several times a day mm. and yeah and that's how i live my life now if i feel something i like to say it and so that kind of lends to there is a, a phenomenon called love bombing where yeah. you can you know tell someone you love them a hundred times a day because you're afraid of them like leaving you or cheating on you or or not feeling the same way you do so you just massively overcompensate yeah so I Maybe there is that. a danger. <laughs> there, there is a, a sort of a danger of overdoing it, I guess. Like, yeah. you want someone to know that you love them, but you don't want to suffocate them. The thing is, Mab, I think a lot of people sometimes worry. Not, I'm not saying about the leaving or whatever, because yes, I worry about those things too. But if you trust, if I trust someone, I think those worries are a little bit less. But um, I lived, I lived a long time in my life um, pretending. To not feel things and pretending and just drowning things i think i want to say what i'm feeling like i know sometimes yeah. is it's like it can be too much with someone and that's a risk i want to take maybe i don't know like it's it's, it's weird because i really like saying what i feel and sometimes it, i think is a little bit unfair for the other person and that's a discussion that you need to have with your partner or whatever with the person in question i think we should lose a little bit of the of the of the the fear we have of saying what you f what we feel yeah because if you feel strongly about something and you don't voice it it will just fester and grow into resentment yeah. and, and anger and hate yeah and it happened to me you know as you know hate leads to anger and anger leads to pain and that's the path to the dark side yeah <laughs> look my in my past relationship my ex my ex had it was in a bad situation and because I was he was in a bad situation I was feeling bad because I couldn't help them and because I couldn't help them I was feeling bad about myself but I felt like if I said what that I'm feeling bad about a specific situation I would be unfair for him because they were he already had so much on his plate mm. and I was being unfair to myself at that point because I was becoming worse and worse and worse and I was feeling that I shouldn't like I shouldn't, I was being unfair by feeling those feelings. And I, I don't think in this point in life, I don't think I was unfair. Like, and I think I was a little bit dumb on my part. Okay, I was trying to save like more, more things on top of them, but highly damaging myself. At what point, like what point are you, is like, you should share your feelings. What point should you not share your feelings? And was I being unfair or fair to myself? And I don't think I was being unfair, fair to myself. Yes, that person, your partner is not going to do something nice and but you still are valid your your feelings your feelings and what you like what you're going through is still valid just because your partner is going through something it doesn't mean your feelings are not valid yeah it's a hard line to toe isn't it because you you don't want to make their situation worse but you want to take care of yourself and you're right it is valid to say to someone, you know, I I don't feel comfortable with X, Y, or Z. The, the times when it's not valid is when it's like a truly selfish thing, like pressuring someone ah, yes. 
but for uh, physical intimacy when they're, I don't know, um, they're suffering a loss or a bereavement. No, uh, yeah, no, no, no. But if it's if it's something as simple as I have anxiety about something you're doing, I know that your life is hard right now, but can you just give me the validation I need yeah. that we're okay? Yeah. Then you are always within your right to do that, and you should never think that you're not. Exactly. Just when when I'm in doubt about the situation, I just, I just put myself in their situation. So mm-hmm. if I was going through something bad and my partner was suffering because of something else, because of something that happened at the work or even the, the things I was doing, would I like, would I like mind if they, no, I would not, of course, I would be, I would, I would suffer more if I knew they were going through something and they wouldn't say, tell me. That's a very good way of me, for me, it works very well of knowing if my behavior is valid or not. It's like, put yourself in the other person's shoes. If this was in your situation, like if if you were in a bad situation and you, your partner was feeling bad, what would you feel if they didn't say anything, blah, blah, blah. It's a good way of looking into something. Like if a friend of yours uh, is feeling that no one loves them, if it would come to validation to you, would you send him away? Would you be offended? No. You validated that. You would try and help them. Mm. So yours, sure. your situation is the same. <laughs> yeah. And, it, you know, it's, it's like I said earlier, love is trust plus respect. Yeah. If, if you respect them and you trust them enough to ask that question and they have the same respect and trust for you, then there isn't going to be a problem when you ask and they answer. It's when there's a breakdown in, in one or both of those things that it starts to, you know, that problem manifests. There you go. Like, like we said, every experience is different. Every... Every relationship is different. And if you think it's worth fighting for, then do it. For sure. <laughs> I think I think we're going to leave the subject there. <laughs> I think it was a good talk about long relation long distance relationships. Uh, I don't know if you like you guys liked Map being here with me. If you didn't well, well too bad. What? <laughs> if you didn't like Mab here with me, well, too bad. <laughs> it's a you problem, not Shani. <laughs> no, but um, we have a, a few subjects to discuss in future um, in future podcasts. And if you have like any suggestion about future ones for us to do, feel free to leave them in the comments, DM me or something. And yeah, thank you, Mab, for being here with me. Thank you for having me, and I hope that I can come back again someday soon. <laughs> you will, don't worry. For now on, I will try to, to have more guesses on the podcast. I really want to bring this, this back. Okay, everyone, thank you so much for listening, and I will see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>